many questions. Maybe you've been told something by a healthcare professional and you think that that's almost like a, a sentence for the rest of your life. We're going to be finding out all about the thyroid this morning as we have Dr. Aaron Chapa from Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center in Leak City here on KHEA Radio. Good morning, Dr. Chapa. How are you doing this morning? Hey, man. How are you? I'm it's doing, good to see you. I'm doing good. It's good to see you, too. We're, we're doing the little uh, virtual thing this morning, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. We both got our uh, little microphones and uh, experimenting with technology at a uh, completely different level. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yes, sir. So what can we find out about the, about the thyroid? Um, I guess, what is it? Because I honestly, I don't know. I, I think it's a gland, right? It is a gland. And there is a difference between glands and organs in the body. And, uh, you know, I find that, uh, you know, many times people have a, a misconception about uh, thyroid and, and what, its, um, what its abilities are and what it's doing in our bodies. And, you know, all too often uh, the, the thyroid is looked at uh, as a main cause in people's health conditions, but really it's rarely the problem. Most of the time the thyroid is a, um, a bullied innocent victim, if you will, uh, due to something as a deeper causal link in the chain. So at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we give people alternatives to drugs and surgery. We're always looking for the underlying cause that drives the body to decline too rapidly. You know, we've talked about on previous shows before where, you know, we're, we, we're all born, we grow, we develop, and we go through this decline stage. And that decline stage is where people start looking for resources and help. And they're looking for um, answers to why their metabolism's slow. Uh, they're looking for uh, reasons of why they're gaining weight, or they're looking for reasons why they have a rapid heartbeat, or why they're um, they're having ringing in the ears, or they have decreased sex drive, or they're having reproductive issues. And as those are what we those down the, the declines of life, so to speak, are what we call the pauses of life. They should happen later in life. But we're seeing all too often that these pauses are happening earlier and earlier. And that's because you're only as young as your oldest part. And what, what I mean by that is if your thyroid in this particular conversation is your weakest link in the chain uh, of your endocrine axis. So you have a hypothalamus in your head, uh, your pituitary, then in your neck, you have your thyroid. Then in your, uh, above your kidneys, uh, in your abdomen, you have your um, adrenal glands. And then in your pelvis, you have your sex organs. Uh, so males, the testes, the females, the uh, ovaries. And if any of those systems are individually malfunctioning, you have a glandular endocrine issue. Uh, if any of those systems in your body aren't communicating as a complete whole, you have a glandular issue and so the thyroid lives right here in the neck and it is a gland and it is responsible for regulating your metabolism uh, it's re regulating uh, different aspects of ha uh, heart function and it's involved in in the overall metabolic we call it the diesel engine of your um, endocrine axis so each one of these players has a different role and but if it itself is messed up or if it's communication line downstream or feedback upstream is not doing what it's supposed to do <clears throat> the thyroid is one of these organs that is oftentimes um, looked at as a first line of defense uh, uh, in, in targeting medically uh, with medications 
because we look at blood work and we see, you know, a TSH thyroid stimulating hormone out of range uh, one way or the other. So we found out that it's a gland. I guess where else do you have glands in your body and does it does it do the same things like other glands do? Yeah, so like well like we we have the uh, like the hypothalamus and pituitary gland in our in our brain, okay? So th- you, those are regulating hormone functions for sleep. Um they're, they're regulating hormones uh, functions for um how we spatially perceive things that we can't quite touch and feel. Um, the, the the pituitary works in direct you know conjunction uh, with the the thyroid and producing hormones to say hey thyroid I need you to produce this uh, the hypothalamus above it they call it the mothership uh, it's it kind of everybody re- regulates back to the hypothalamus and the hypothalamus is a it gets feedback information from the thyroid as a litmus test to say hey I'm producing adequate T4 hormone which is an inactive hormone or uh, active hormone T3 from the thyroid, and it's, it's able to do a, a test to see how much of that is floating around in the body. The body produces primarily T4, um, as a, a, which is a th- your, your inactive thyroid metabolic hormone. And so the th- hypothalamus reads that, but it also reads the conversion, how well does it convert you know, uh, T4 to T3, so that all of your cells are metabolically active. And, and so we look at just, if we just look at those three glands, the hypothalamus, pituitary, and uh, thyroid, the thyroid can't just produce active hormone, as it sounds like it'd be a great idea, except that your big toe would be feeling a little left out because it needs to get metabolically activated so that it can flex and grow and develop and and do what metabolically it needs to do because you know it doesn't seem like a big deal to uh, your big toe, but you know it's a big deal if you lost it, you know. And, and so the the thyroid has to make adequate T4 hormone, and then this T4 hormone circulates throughout the body all the way down to your your little toe, uh, toes and fingers in order to become. T3 at the site in order to activate the cell in order to drive metabolic activity in the muscles and the tissues and the physiology and the, and to help produce you know ATP or what we call adenosine triphosphate or what we call energy money so that the cells can perform they can detox they can respond to you know the commands of upstream medicine so i have a i have a 3 month old son right and baby boy is beautiful he's doing great you know, does he have a thyroid? Is he born with a thyroid? Is there a point in life where it kicks in or does different different tasks? So he's got so the adrenal glands are the first gland developed in utero. Uh, so when he was in the in mama's womb, getting knitting together by Almighty God Himself, um, the first gland that is produced um, or or knitted together is the adrenal glands, and uh, but they are all um, present in the body they they it's very fascinating um when you're in utero uh and you're swimming around in mom's amniotic fluid um what happens is if mom is stressed out mom is building into um our into the child what the environment of the world is so if mom is stressed the baby's endocrine system we're going to call the endocrine axis hypothalamus 
pituitary, thyroid, adrenal, uh, you know, gonadal axis, that whole system begets, becomes taxed. That taxed system then starts to think, oh, life is stressful. I'm going to overproduce certain stress type hormones. And it's programming the body to be in a high stress state. And so that if the mom is happy and jovial and life isn't as, you know, stressed out as some of us feel uh, and see, um, what winds up happening is the baby feels life is jovial and relaxed and they, and it, it can dictate being bathed in stress hormones while you're in utero for nine months can create a, a, um, an overly stressed, anxious child. Uh, you know, and so it's very important that moms right now going that are pregnant need to be controlling their stress responses. They need to be realizing that what they feel little Johnny or little Susie feels too. And so we want people to realize it's so important that, that you get a handle on the reality that stress is a real thing, you know, and every right now, I, I mean, we won't even know the post-traumatic stress of going through just this whole 2020 experience. I saw a funny meme the other day with uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future talking to Marty McFly on the side of the DeLorean. And, um, and, and it looks like he's explaining something to Marty. And um, he says, and in the meme, it says, rule number one, never said it for 2020. I seen that. That's hilarious. And I love Back and, to the Future. <laughs> yes. And, and I just think it's really comical, but somewhat you know, true because there's so much unnecessary stress going on in our environment today. And, and my heart bleeds. My heart breaks for it. And we have to rely on you know, each other as community where it seems as such that we have division happening all around us. And we've got to be mindful. The Bible says that a house divided will not stand. We have to remember that when anxiety strikes and whether you're pregnant, not pregnant, whether you're dealing with a medical condition, you're not dealing with a medical condition, stress is lurking in the shadows. And we've got to lean on passages like in uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, where it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. By prayer and petition, present your request to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart, your mind, and your soul through Christ Jesus. Praise be to the Lord. That so, might, last part might have been a little bit of an ad lib on my part, but I get excited about it. Yes. And, and I'm just constantly trying to you know, help people navigate the stress factor because stress has a direct impact not only on your adrenal stress mechanisms, but also on the way blood flow moves in the body, which can then cause the thyroid to have blood flow issues and it can misfire, miscommunicate. And you know, one of the, the, the biggest, most important things uh, that I'll say about the thyroid is the number one cause of the thyroid being dysfunctional is a sluggish, slow, or stopped up liver. And people go, what is, how is that possible? Well, the liver is a, not a filter, okay? So people mistakenly think that it filters and just stores all of your junk, right? It's not a, it's not a uh, warehouse. It's not a, um, uh, a storage unit. It is a factory. It is a chemical factory that converts toxins into uh, out of water, uh, fat-soluble compounds into water-soluble compounds that the body can 
eliminate through its exit channels, pee, poop, sweat, breathing, uh, different faculties of, of, of response. So if, the, thyro- if uh, the liver is slow, it will relay a message over to the thyroid and say, dude, you got to slow down metabolic activity. I can't keep up with the chemical factory uh, workload. I need you to slow down metabolism. And we see the metabolism again to get slow and sluggish from a thyroid perspective. We actually will see that change in the, in the uh, blood work. But what if, it's no, what if the blood work is fine, and this is 80% of the time, the blood work is normal, but the thyroid still has the symptom, symptom pattern. So what are the symptoms of low thyroid? The symptoms of low thyroid are an inability to break down carbohydrates well. Well, that doesn't sound like a thyroid problem. That sounds like a digestive problem to me. And, and oftentimes it is. And uh, we see you know, weight gain start to happen. The body's misuse of food. It's not breaking down the food like it's supposed to. And so people are start, starting to see digestive distress. They're starting to see um, that their body is gaining weight and the, the waistlines are expanding. Their belly fat is, is, is compounding. And we're starting to see uh, their their body from a from a output production level. The obvious signs and symptoms is I'm tired all day long, and I don't have enough energy to get through the day. And I wish I you know I could get my hands on a cup of you know rocket fuel, you know whatever you call it, whether it's a 24-hour energy drink or a coffee or you know some sort of stimulant, sugary beverage in order to press uh, yourself through the five o'clock hour. Um, you know, people are always reaching for this and they don't realize and that bad food choice is compounding their, um, their problem. It's not solving. It's getting them through the day. And that's important. But you do that weekend, week out, month in, month out. By the end of the year, man, you're crashing and burning. And yeah. you do that three or four years down the road. And now you've got a serious metabolic issue. And, and that metabolic issue can be remedied. And you're, you're, and that's good news, but there's going to be things that you have to start changing. And that's where we start getting into conversations of like, all right, well, what is it that we do at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center? How do you give people alternatives to drugs and surgery? How do you take somebody with a thyroid condition where their thyroid is wrecked or messed up and, and out of sorts at, on a blood panel um, compared to somebody that doesn't have a blood panel that shows it's out of sorts? In fact, it's normal as can be on blood work, but they still have all the symptoms. Their hair is falling out. They're ha- they start seeing the eyebrow hair, even on the outside of the lateral third of the um, outside third of the eyebrow starting to fall out. And they just start feeling like their body is something's wrong. You know, like they just aren't performing like they should be, could be, or want to be. It's like they hit a brick wall, if you will. And when we look at thyroid, the thyroid is a very misleading glandular uh, gland picked on by the medical system. We put people on a lot of medications when it could be an adrenal problem, stress. We put people on a lot of thyroid medications when it could be constipation or a liver problem, which is nine times out of 10. Um, and, And then oftentimes we forget that there's a regulating feedback loop. It could be hypothalamus or pituitary that's acting crazy. And that could be due to blood sugar dysregulation or a stomach issue. And so at Living World Clinical Nutrition Center, we're going to go through steps in order to just just through history, just listening to your story. And we can determine, yes, you have the signs and symptoms that your thyroid is malfunctioning. But 
it might not be the thyroid. It could be the, the, the hair gel you use. It could be the your, you know, metals and chemicals that you're exposed to in your water supply or what you store your food in. I've, I've had patients that it was, they were so sensitive to plastics and they wrapped everything in plastic. They stored everything in Ziploc. They, they put everything in plastic Tupperware and the plastic was disruptive to their chemistry. And it was because it's so close to the thyroid, it's just right there. I, I guess it just looks like somebody needs to be picked on. And then every time, you know, the food goes back past it, it throws a snowball at it or something, you know? So, I mean, there's always something, um, you know, the thyroid just, just looks like that guy that needs to be picked on. So, um, we, we can, we can get the body to stop doing that by creating efficiency downstream. And that downstream could be in the digestive tract, the liver, um, that could be in your stress responses and how your body is dealing with stress. And so if there's so many different ways of going forward and tackling, it's, it's not always as easy as saying the thyroid's always the problem just because you have thyroid symptoms. And that's a, a very interesting, you know, conversation piece, because how do you really know? Well, we believe that all life starts and stops at the cellular level and nutrition is the fundamental backbone. So if you're starving, if you're malnourished, it could, the, the manifestation of the symptom could be just through the thyroid. If you're starving and man, uh, starving, your symptom manifests through your skin. It's going to just, it's your body's gene code will express uh, its weak link according to mom and dad's blueprints that they gave you. And, and so we constantly are in working effort to get the, uh, the body that nourished. And when the body is nourished, then all of a sudden the body will perform. And when it starts performing, you'll start living again and being the best version of you. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. My name is Gardy, talking to Dr. Aaron Chapa with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, learning about the thyroid. So, um, Dr. Chapa, I I know somebody um, who doesn't have a thyroid, you know, for, for whatever reasons. I don't know. People probably are just born without certain certain things in their body, and then other other times they feel like it needs to be removed. What happens if somebody doesn't have a thyroid? Well, I have several patients in my office, frankly, that don't have had their thyroids either radioactively destroyed by iodine. Um, and, and so it's a special type of iodine that they basically put in and it burns out the, the thyroid's uh, ability to perform well. And, um, and I've had some people that have had their thyroid removed and uh, due to gross abnormalities, cancers, you know, for whatever reason, it was removed. And a couple cool things. Number one, the thyroid, um, they, in surgery, it's, it's not possible, you know, to get everything, right? I mean, the thyroid, um, it's like trying to get weeds out of your garden. You, you can't ever get them all, right? I mean, you just do the best right. you can to pluck out what you can, but seemingly always just grow back. And it's the same kind of thing. The, the stem cells are there. The root systems are there. And, and I truly believe that anything that is destroyed, the body can regrow and develop. And not that you can you know, regrow a thyroid per se, but there have been reports that the body figured out another way in order to activate these same pathways um, via thyroid hormone. Well, how is that possible if it was removed? Well, it's just not going to be as productive when you say are supposed to have X number of cells and now you've got you know, half of that or a third of that 
uh, you're going to have a less output. So a lot of times these people are put on medications and told you'll be on medications for the rest of your life. The thyroid uh, will, uh, if fed correctly, we can, we've got products in our office that will help support a weakened system that's not producing if you had a thyroid or if you don't have a thyroid we've even seen patients be able to get off of thyroid medications just via supplementation and getting the body to perform getting their iodine levels back in check um, you know there's so many faculties minerals there's so many vitamins and nutrients that the thyroid could help us um, uh, you know help the thyroid perform even if it's not present in the body and so the thyroid is a is it's like any other system in the body if it's injured it's going to try to repair itself and so if you're one of these people that have been told you're going to be on thyroid medication for the rest of your life either because of a surgery or because they just can't figure out why you're messed up i would encourage you to come see us living well clinical nutrition center we give people alternatives to drugs and surgery we teach people how to live better, be better, stay better, one bite at a time, and food matters. So, like when you lose any organ, you're 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 compromised. Your body is compromised, and so we have to come in and say, "All right, well, um, how are we going? What are we going to? How are we going to deal with this compromised system?" And the body, we have to nourish it differently. You have to feed it differently. So you might find that you're stuck on a particular diet that you may or may not love but i mean it's just the way things are because of the circumstances and a lot of times this is not taught on the front end of a surgery you know they say oh you'll be fine you'll be on this medication you'll be fine and then you just go back to living your you know fast food lifestyle your busy paced lifestyle your you know sodas and alcohol weekend lifestyle whatever it is and that is the wrong education you've got to be taught like when you lose this thing there is going to be a lifelong transition where your body has to perform differently we have to treat it differently so that it can keep up with its workload i mean there's just so many things going on uh, uh in the dealing with thyroid because it's involved in a number uh if I mean, not maybe all but in a lot of cellular activities especially if you just look at the the hormone that it produces uh, it's got a those thyroid hormones are involved in everything so if you went to a, a traditional doctor, would they supplement, I guess, hormones just to replace what the thyroid would produce? And then if, if somebody came to you, is there something you supplement it with? Right. So if, if you were on a, um, a thyroid, you know, if you lost a thyroid or if you had thyroid testing done and the thyroid was symptomatic, and a lot of times even if you're asymptomatic via the blood, they'll still put you on some of these thyroid medications – um, but, uh, there are medications is definitely, we're picking on the thyroid. And, and again, one, yes, if you came into our office, we're not going to just, we're going to hear the story. Cause that's the most important part. We want to do the history and figure out, all right, the history with the blood work. You see, when I look at a blood work panel, I don't look at thyroid health alone. We look at the entire blood panel and see what's the adrenals doing what is the inflammatory status what's the liver up to what is the immunological state you know that's presenting at the time of blood uh, blood work done what does the anemic factors look like how strong is the blood 
and, and, and because we've seen too often people slip through the medical cracks, so to speak, put on mess medications, and I hate to say even had their thyroid removed um, for, uh, for issues, and then it come down to it was like an iron issue. And, and it was just, you know, the, they didn't, they, the iron itself looked okay in the blood, but the ferritin did not, for example. And the ferritin is like a gas tank for excess iron. But if it's low, it's like a dead ringer for anemia. But it's off, it can, you can have a normal right blood cell count, I mean, a red blood cell count, and you can have low ferritin. And now all of a sudden, the ferritin is the number one, has to be fixed because that's an indicator that you don't have enough taxi cabs carrying nutritional support to their destination. And so we want to look for methods to open up those downstream channels, make sure that you're nourished. And we, so we look at blood work functionally very differently than pathologically. So if you've been given a diagnosis of thyroid, you have blood work, we want you to bring that in, get that to us so we can look at it with you go through it and we'll teach you how we look at it through what we call functionalize because the functionalize give us an insight that many people don't have whenever it comes to looking at a blood panel and medical professionals don't look at it functionally either. They're only looking at it pathologically. You know, what does the, the, what is the thyroid doing pathologically and can I treat it with a medicine? And so when you come into our office, we'll use a numerous um, onslaught of different approaches, whether it's a, an essential fatty acid problem, mineral problems, you know, zinc, iodine, all important in dealing with thyroid. Um, when we look at the thyroid, we'll come in and, and use glandular support where we'll have product that will you know, surround and, and protect the thyroid while we kind of work on it. Uh, we use you know different nutrients, superoxide dismutase, uh, turmeric, um, all these things that de decrease inflammation, so that we can take the burden off the body, giving it time to heal. Because when the body is just like when you're running from a grizzly bear, or if you're playing a sport and you bust your knee and it's bleeding, man, you can just slap a bandaid on it, keep going. You know, you don't clean it, wash it, do all that stuff you're supposed to do. You wait till after the game. Heck, sometimes you just play with the blood. You know, and so we don't we want to give the thyroid and your body time to rest. And that rest comes through you being willing to go uh, uh, and, and and take nutrients, take in a different food source and recognize that some of the foods that you were eating yesterday might be inflaming your body today and that you've got to stop eating those foods. So we're going to continue teaching you and training you on what food you should be eating more what foods you should be eating less of in order to get your body to start moving forward. And of course, you know, it is, it's a higher vegetable diet. It's a, a lower carbohydrate diet because a lot of times the grains that we consume, bread, rice, cereal, pastas, um, these corn, these things slow down bowel function, bowel motility up to 37%, depending on how much you consume in a setting. And many people's plate, when you look at it, it's like starch, 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 and a small vegetable, and then a big old steak or a big old protein, and that is hard for the body to digest. And so all those things that slow down bowel function, slow down liver function, slow down thyroid function, and now you feel sluggish and can't get through your day. And it's just, it works just like that. And people go, man, I didn't realize that I'm tired because of what I ate yesterday or Saturday. You know, here it is Tuesday, and I can feel, 
I've, I've got my system so fine-tuned, I can tell um, within 72 hours what I ate, how my body is performing metabolically, and if I'm on my A game or you know A minus game. And what then I start course correcting with nutrients to drive the chemistry to perform better so that I can get through whatever situation I'm uh, trying to work through. And then as soon as I get to a, a stopping point, man, I, I go to bed earlier. I make sure I get all my water in that day. I make sure I do all, you know, I, I decompress. I take, you know, supplements to turn, you know, the brain down so that I can get into a deeper sleep state. And, and all of those factors, lifestyle practices are things that have to be, you have to be trained. And that's what we're going to teach you how to do is help you with these training practices because no one's teaching people how to get old and to do it gracefully. It just kind of happens. And we find ourselves in the pauses of life and we find ourselves frustrated and we're dealing with, you know, all kinds of different symptom related patterning that we don't really, we didn't sign up for. Right. Right. Nobody, nobody wants to feel bad. There's a couple comments that, uh, that I want to read. I'm going to start with this one. Uh, it's a great question. This is from Karen. She said, what are the recommended tests to know any thyroid issues one may have? Is it always like a blood panel, a blood test? Can you do it? Do they go to a different doctor? Yeah, so they can come into the office and we can run uh, blood panels. Uh, you know, we can make the request for it through different labs in the city. And you can, we can find one close to your house and you just make an appointment online, go over there and they draw your blood and they fax me, email me the, um, the report. And then we take that report and we will put it into our system and we'll show you what it looks like, what, the way we see it through our functional eyes. You also, mentioned, so, you also mentioned about bringing existing blood work. So if you've already been going to the doctor, can they bring can blood bring, work in? Yeah, surely. Okay. And because, you know, the blood work is just a snapshot of what your body was, where your body was at in that time and space whenever you had that blood panel done. And so when you bring it in, we'll be able to analyze it and see, hey, was what's going on three months ago, six months ago, eight months ago? What's going on you know, right now whenever you had it done last week? And we can get a, a, a very good litmus test to see functionally where things are at. But most of the time when people bring us blood work, we find that it's incomplete. They only run a thyroid stimulating hormone test, which is a TSH. They don't run the T3 uptake. They don't run the free T3. They don't run the T4, total T4. Um, and we want to look at the how much output hormone is coming out of the thyroid. We want to see how much active hormone is present so we can see, is it being converted? And we want to see the uptake and we want to see what you know factors are happening in the transitions to know, is the hypothalamus getting the messaging it needs? Is it producing information for the pituitary to make a decision? Is the thyroid being stimulated appropriately so that it can produce excess or less of hormone in order to boost or uh, downregulate the chemistry? And, um, and then the other two big tests that we primarily are running more and more and more is we want to make darn sure that uh, red blood cell, a CBC, complete metabolic panel um, is intact because when the uh, iron levels aren't being evaluated, when anemia is not being, you know, double checked and triple checked, um, if there is an anemic condition, it's hard to fix anything, especially like with the diagnosis of autoimmunity running the streets and everybody's got a diagnosis of, you know, an autoimmune thyroid, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. They have um, different skin autoimmunities, digestive autoimmunities. 
uh, liver autoimmunities, joint autoimmunities. These autoimmunities are an indicator of bad toxic blood that's storing these toxins in these tissues. And these tissues are malfunctioning because of the excess toxic buildup. And it feeds right into what we do at Living Well in detoxifying our patients. We're leading them and training them and pushing them forward so that they can um, break that toxic mold that their body has been has slipped into over the years. And we'll use everything from a detox program to an, a sequential immune program where we kind of stair step a strengthening of uh, um, your immune responses. <laughs> a great idea right now with everybody, you know, having no idea uh, on how to take care of themselves through COVID. Um, the fear factor, we've got answers for all those things at our office. We can help you strengthen, bolster, and mobilize your immune system to perform at a exponential rate so that you can, from a maintenance perspective, be ready if you're exposed to somebody with, you know, um, conditions or, or viruses that you, or bacterias. But even if you get it and you kind of have to roll through it, which is how you should do it, um, when we can just turn the volume up and you'll shake it in a couple of days and move on down the road and life is good. Here's a comment from Melissa. She said, my mom has started working with Dr. Chapa for her thyroid. And then a couple people asked, how is she doing? And she said that she's been on medication for 20, 20 years. So it's a process. Um, Dr. Chapa, if someone has been on, you know, thyroid medication for, you know, years, um, what's, what's a realistic, I guess, what's a realistic outlook for, for them? And it, I, it comes down to a couple factors. Number one, how, how, um, how ready is the person to make the changes necessary to decrease the inflammation? Um, if it takes us six, eight months to get the inflammatory diet under control because they're just having such a tough time saying no to sugar, saying no to stimulants, saying no to alcohol, saying no to carbs and refined sugars and additives and processed food and like that in the, in the food part isn't working. You know, the nutrition is fundamentally going to drive everything. Um, and then we come in supplementally in order to fix and mobilize the, uh, the, the, give the thyroid a fighting chance to get back online. Uh, but I've had patients come in on 28 medications that were told that they were, they were destined to be on these medications for the rest of their life. And I think it's malpractice that they even got over 10, but whatever. And, um, the, the, this person, um, not only had a thyroid condition, they also had fibromyalgia. They also had a chronic urinary tract infection. They were also diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And, you know, inside of eight, uh, six months, she was uh, hiking in New Hampshire on eight medications. So, you know, we took her down to 20, uh, 20 medications um, inside of six months to see uh, such an amazing turnaround. And the cool thing about it is you don't have to even be perfect. You just got to do your best. And start, but the more things you integrate, the more you're willing to do nutritionally, supplementally, detoxifying, your body will respond. So realistically, I say that you know people should look at three to four months, at like to know that you're on the right track. Nine months to kind of shoot around the moon, and um, you know twelve months to be on back on trajectory on where you want to go. Ten years, twenty years, thirty years, forty years, fifty years down the road. Great question. Here's another question. Um, it says, so I have great markers besides the normal, you're overweight pre-markers, but nothing out of normal ranges. I don't lose weight no matter what I do. I'm active, 
very active. I don't eat a ton of junk food. I take my vitamins and it's so frustrating. It, could it be that that could potentially be a thyroid issue? It could potentially be a thyroid issue. There could be other stress factors that are involved. And if it, and, and if it, it, we still got to listen to the history, we got to find out, you know, what, it, what is, does she come from a family line that this has always been a problem? Like how hard are we going to have to work? Because she might, we, we are told all the time people have a great diet. And, um, and even when there is a quote unquote great diet and somebody has symptoms, um, like weight gain, for example, we might have to be more aggressive in areas. We might have to strip that diet down and kind of start it back over and reboot the system. You know, I've, I've shuffled between different diets over the years myself and helping people shuffle through those diets. It's not always easy. I mean, we, we, we always got to remember the first three letters in diet is D-I-E, right? Die. Nobody likes that idea. Um, but if we look at it like fuel sourcing, nutrition, foundational, you know, necessity, every time you look at, and I teach my kids, make believe food versus real food and, uh, sometimes foods versus all the time foods. And, and when you look at the predominance of my diet, my diet is all the time food. Like I eat, you know, turkey and chicken and fish and egg and, um, and I eat vegetables and I use healthy fats and I, I decrease you know, certain preservatives, the four deadly food additives that we've talked about in the past, like things like MSG or partially hydrogenated oil or artificial sugars um, and high fructose corn syrup. I mean, we get rid of these things out of the spice rack. We get rid of these things off the labels that we are buying. So our, even our kids, instead of them being raised on the refining sugar processes that set them up for metabolic decline. One, one of my mentors said one time, that you know you have X number of points in your lifespan to digest carbohydrates is kind of the way she point put it, and most of us burn those out by the time we're 22, and that means from the 22 on uh, into our later meta mid metabolic and late metabolic years, we are constantly fighting the fact that we burned out our carb points, and so now we can't handle carbs very well, which is why a lot of times you see good. Uh, better results when people are on a lower carb diet. And I've also seen that, you know, people will say that they're not getting the result, but they're better than they would be if they were just living what I call, you know, the crap food diet, you know, the carbohydrates, refined sugars, additives, and processed food diet. Um, when you're eating those diet, you know, a, a diet filled full of carbs, refined sugar, additives, and processed food, you're going to gain weight even if you didn't have a thyroid problem. I mean, you can't sit there and, and outrun a bad diet and expect your life to work out for you. It just, frankly, hard to say, bitter pill to swallow it just doesn't work that way. And for every, you know, 100 people you know, 99 know that to be true. And we all know the one that we want to thump in the skull um, because they can get away with it all and nothing ever bad happens to them, you know? But that's not how it is for most people. And I think a lot of times we feel lonely because we don't want to talk about our weight. We don't want to be talking about our health. We don't want to be judged for this, that, or the other. And we're, especially when we feel like we're putting forth an effort, I would say, let's get, let's look at that case and let's start di di diving in, digging in and see where the mishap is. And man, if you're under care and you've been at it for three or four months, you know, don't quit. Like let, let's, are you better than you were? Yes. 
is your is every one of your symptoms 100% resolved? No. Well, that might be because you haven't been on it long enough. I mean, I I look back in my little timeline of history and I've been actively tinkering with my health since I've been 15 years old. I look at my gene code. My you know, my dad was overweight, my mom was overweight and and um and you know, I I find that a lot of times that lifestyle is what I would be following had God not led me a different road. And so I had to learn a new way of living. I had to change the path for which I was on. And, and that's what has allowed me to stay healthier than I would be if I was on the other trajectory. And, and so now I'm more confident that I'm going to be 125 fully functional in spirit, mind, and body because of my lifestyle choices, my attitude, my faith in the Lord and my willingness to put, put the work and time in compared to, um, uh, you know, you know, my dad who died at 53 years old, way early, a great man, you know, somebody that was doing great things for Jesus and somebody that was, do, it was a good father and it was a good husband and, and uh, would have been a fantastic grandpa. And so now I'm on a quest and a mission to find out ways to rescue fathers that think that they're destined to have heart disease or have a thyroid condition or to have some sort of genetic hand-me-down given to them of weight gain, for example. Man, I don't, even if, if you got weight to lose, we can help you, you know, and, and you might not be 8% body fat, but that might not be your like healthy for you, you know, and it might take us time to get you there because you're so far, you know, in left field, we got to get you or even out of the stadium, we got to get you in the game. And so there's always conversation to be had. I always just say an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And it's easier to start today than to wait till tomorrow. You know, and, and if you, the best time to plant an oak tree is 20 years ago, but the next best time is right now. And, and so we start today with breakfast. You know, what did you eat for breakfast this morning? And what, you, what how much water are you drinking um, throughout today? How much have you already had? It's 9.33 a.m., you know? I started my morning this morning with uh, almost 47 ounces of water uh, right out the gate. You know, so within within eight minutes of being awake, I'm, I'm 40 uh, to 47 ounces of water in. And all that water comes into my cells. It fills up my muscles. It starts charging my digestive tract, telling it, hey, get ready. The day's started. We're ready to rock and roll. Let's go get this. And then, you're, then you know, you take a shower. You, you get yourself ready. Then you go have some breakfast. And then you know, I've already, I'm on to my second meal already and, and I'm, I'm moving forward, um, throughout my morning as routine. And so there's habits and practices that we've got to start adopting as a lifestyle from a nutrition, a supplemental and an attitude check day in and day out. Like the Bible says, instead of being conformed to the ways of the world, marketed to believe that soy is good for you, marketed to believe that the, the, the pastries, the Twinkie diet works, the, the, the marketing that says that you can do diet products and not, you know, and, and you can still have your cake and eat it too. Um, the marketing is driven for sales, not for health. You know, marketing wants and competes for your almighty dollar. And, and how often do you ever see advertisements for, for, uh, for vegetables and fruits? You know what I mean? I remember they used to advertise to little kids at the end of the GI Joe shows that I'd watch as a kid. And it would, there'd be like this little clip and little Johnny is uh, in the store 
and he's about to buy some candy and a GI Joe walks in and says, but little Johnny, how are you going to perform in your basketball game on that junk food? You know, it was a, it was a message to say, little Johnny, don't do that. Little Johnny, that's going to make your ball game terrible today. That's going to make you perform less efficiently. And, but what if you had this apple? What if you had this vegetable and there was a teaching and they've done studies. Most kids today don't even know what an eggplant is. They barely know what a cucumber is, except that thankfully veggie tails came along and started, you know, dancing around uh, little cucumbers and getting people excited about veggies again. You know, we've got to get back to the roots of nutrition. The foundation of food is, is, is really more vegetables, bell peppers and eggplants and green beans and onions and pickles and beets and cabbage and broccoli and you know how like go through a list in your head real quick and and how many different vegetables can you just rattle off that are like your top five favorite and then pick five more that you're not quite as familiar with but would maybe like to start a relationship with you know yeah and i know that sounds so weird but i mean but it's true we gotta start digging in uh, to, to new experiences for our taste buds. The ones that you listed, are those good options? Because we talked about this a little bit earlier, but food that is specifically good for your thyroid and then food that is specifically bad for it. Yeah, so we want to look at uh, Brussels sprouts, beets, onions, uh, um, turnips uh, would, be, would be fantastic for thyroid because they clear kidney and they clear liver. And what I mean by clear is that they will help get rid of excess debris. They support that chemical factory of conversion of fat-soluble compounds into water-soluble compounds, and, and that your body can not have stuff floating around disrupting metabolic activity. And when we look at things like, um, and, and I don't know that I, I, I can really, I've, I've seen this uh, like apparent, like you do this and get a bad result, but I've seen it say that like when you eat too much, you, too, you have a, a hypothyroid, a low functioning thyroid, a high TSH level, those that have a you know, blood panel in front of them that are looking at it, um, peaches are not good for your thyroid. You know? So interestingly enough, a peach is not necessarily a good fruit to have. Well, that's weird to me because you know, I don't really know why we pick on peaches and not others, but I would definitely say that good fruits to, would be your berry department because they have high antioxidant load and they would help downregulate the, the thyroid um, from an inflammatory perspective. You know, looking at things that mobilize your bowels, you know, so your watery, uh, more watery uh, fruits uh, like, you know, prunes, for example, or uh, um, pear would be okay, right? An apple. Um, but you, I still think that we need to be leaning more towards the vegetable. Like when I look at my my um, diet list for shopping, I have three, three and a half columns of vegetable ideas for people. I have a little section of fruit ideas for, set for people because people overindulge in fruit. And guess what fruit sugar can contribute to? It can contribute to non-alcoholic fatty liver syndrome. It is a diagnosis where you can have fatty liver disease and everybody goes, fatty liver, I'm not an alcoholic. Oh, but you're a fruitarian. You know, all you consume is fruit. And when you overindulge in fruit sugars, 
those fruit sugars are only processed by your liver and that can slow down liver function causing a metabolic dysregulation in your thyroid again the thyroid is rarely the problem it's a responsive or gland to other systems in the body's uh, commands and so we have to keep that in you know as a feather in our hat to realize that all right when you get the diagnosis that your thyroid is wrecked when you get the diagnosis that your thyroid is out of balance when you get the diagnosis that you need medication for your to regulate your thyroid and you haven't looked at nutrition you start with nutrition then you start with supplementation vitamins minerals essential fatty acids because you don't realize it but your diet is laden with partially hydrogenated cottonseed oils hydrogenated oils these highly processed borderline flammable fats that are wrecking cellular health throughout all of our body and and so when we start pulling those things out of our diet and throwing them to the curb then we come in with healthier you know fats nuts nut oils um, your olive oils, your flaxseed oils, your sesame seed oils, your current black currant seed oils, and you're now allowing the inflammatory processes to regulate out effectively. And then when you're feeding that tissue real food, so like I go to the store and I buy the, um, it's a box, right? But it's got, they call it, I think it call it super greens. And it's got a little bit of kale and some spinach and some weird, you know, it's got some um, uh, arugula in it and some, other exotic red leaves uh, of this and that. And I just take a hand, literally a handful of that in the morning with my eggs and I eat it raw. And I take, um, you know, a little bit of apple cider vinegar, about a tablespoon or a little bit more. And I throw a little bit of water and cayenne in it and whoop, down the hatch. And, uh, and then I just ate that, that little mixture first thing in the morning breaks the fast. Like your system goes, whoa, all right, um, he just primed the digestive pump with vegetables and uh, apple cider vinegar. And then I come in, I can digest my egg. Um, and if you're doing like, you know, some bacon or if you're doing sausage or if you're doing Ezekiel toast, um, you, you've avocado, you've got some something else coming in. It's like you're trying to get enough blood flow to your digestive system to let your body know that di the, the fast is broken and that your liver and your pancreas need to produce the necessary enzymes in order to break down the protein, the fat, and the carb that you're digesting. And we're looking at digestion. I mean, a lot of thyroid problems are a digestive liver problem. And we, if we can get the liver and the uh, d digestion working better, thyroid problems start to melt away. You start feeling better. Now, it, it's okay if it takes, you know, three, four, or five months. Like, the body is repairing not just that tissue. And oftentimes when you have a thyroid diagnosis or you have a symptom patterns of a thyroid diagnosis, you've got other malfunctions in your body. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely not gonna be just, it's the only problem is your thyroid. Typically your thyroid is bullied by many other factors because you're, what if you just lack the nutritional base? You don't have enough iodine to drive thyroid function. You don't have enough healthy fats to drive you know, um, the, the thyroid to produce the hormone it needs. And so what happens is, is the, that one deficiency is also causing a, mal, uh, a, a disconnect in another system of your body. Now maybe your immune system's taxed. So you're constantly juggling multiple organ system decline in order to be the best version of you you can. And just your body just drops the ball every now and again.
and you start having symptoms you're not comfortable with. So there's a couple other questions that I think that uh, that came in this week that we're going to be asking. Um, and that's another thing you can do. You can always email Dr. Chapa's office, give him a call. If you have some questions uh, throughout the week that you want to uh, have asked over here on KHEA, you can do that. So this yeah, is send it just so that you know, it's uh, you can send it to info at justlivewell.com. And I just put in the subject line, you know, uh, KHE radio questions that I want answered and uh, or KHE radio um, and, and or Chapa talk or whatever you want to throw in there. And then my staff will organize it and we'll ask these questions online. And um, and so we welcome more questions. We want these shows to to be geared to what helps you get the information that can, uh, into your hands that can help you live the best version of you today. You can also ask those, uh, you know, if you don't want people to know that it's, it's you, feel free to do that as well. That's a good option. So what role do minerals and hormones play in thyroid function? So when we look at uh, minerals and uh, what was the other one? Uh, minerals and hormones. What role do they play in thyroid function? So when your body's under stress, your body's always going to deal with the stress response first, right? So um, if we're looking at... Uh, if we're looking at a running from a grizzly bear, I like to use as an analogy, you, you, the goal is to run faster than the other guy, right? So that you don't get eaten. Um, but once the, uh, so your body will always navigate towards that type of metabolic activity first and foremost, before it regulates your sex hormones or helps you, you know, balance out your basic metabolic activity for day-to-day -day function. Um, and so we want to keep this, we got to always kind of keep a conversation happening around stress. Like where's your stress level? If your stress level is above seven, eight, nine or 10 on a zero to 10 scale, you're in trouble. T-R-U-B-L-E. We've got to get you out of that state and into a healthier state where your body is not as stressed or it will cause issues with estrogen dominance and it can create problems with, um, overconversion of testosterone to estrogen in men. Uh, you know, that's what we call the demasculinity process, uh, where we start getting man boobs and big bellies. And, uh, you know, none of us guys really like that conversation too much, but with the, without healthy mineral levels in the body, uh, things like selenium, things, zinc, uh, iodine specifically, um, these particular minerals drive the thyroid to metabolize, uh, and, and do its job more effectively. And so we'll, when people come in, we're, always, we're looking and listening for like, you know, which way do we think we should go? And it's really interesting. We could simply do a blood pressure cuff around your calf and we can see cramping happen, say at uh, 100 pounds of pressure, and you should be at 300. And you then would confirm with the patient that they also have Charlie horses and cramps in their uh, legs, feet, arms, and hands. And they agree, yes, that happens. And that can right there tell you, you already know there's a mineral discrepancy. Because if you have a zinc deficiency problem, odds are you have other deficiencies as well. Because your, your mineral load is like powering into an outlet. The more mineral saturation that you have, the more your outlets are charged up, ready to rock and roll through whatever need is being asked uh, throughout the day. And so we're pushing the, the mineral levels as to be as abundant and in, um, in uh, as abundant as possible, concentrated as possible in your system, so that you never have a need whenever asked. 
it's always the need is met at the time the body says, I need this, I need that. And so without selenium, for example, it's very difficult to do your T4 to T3 conversions. And when you have T4 to T3 conversion issues, then you've got the hormone, but it's like having the car running, but not putting it in gear. You can't get it to activate. So minerals oftentimes will help the activation of the hormones um, metabolically. And that way you feel good. Your mind is sharp. Your body's performing through the day. And so that's an important conversation to have around minerals. And because, and, and when the bodies, when the thyroid mineral levels are corresponding at working synergistically together, then the adequate T4 production is there. The T3 conversion is there. The cells ability to take up the tissue is there because now we know we've addressed the essential fatty acid and mineral process. So I would always say like minerals and fats come together. So if you've got good, healthy fish oils and flaxseed oils, plant-based oils coming in with your minerals, you're going to have a better chance at getting those tissues saturated and then they're going to be ready when called upon to work. Here's one one final question that, that came in. Again, if you have any questions throughout the week, you can send that to info at justlivewell.com or ask on the Facebook stream as we do these these programs every Tuesday with Dr. Chapa. How does the thyroid work with your other organs? Well, so what we know about the thyroid is, uh, is it's estimated like the liver to be involved hormonally in all functions of the body. And I kind of alluded to it earlier. If your thyroid produces predominantly T4, an inactive form of hormone, inactive, right? So the car's running, but it's not in gear. And you, uh, and you never convert it into active, the T3, all of a sudden, nobody gets the juice they need. And so if you can't convert that hormone, the organs malfunction. And so now you have digestive trouble, you have skin detoxification trouble, you have meta, uh, electrolyte imbalance issues, you have heart palpitations. I mean, it's, it's quite extensive how much um, different things can happen. We've seen people just start having you know, uh, headaches and their inability to uh, perform well due to pressure in the head. You know, there's, and and it's, it's something that can be regulated um, from the brain thyroid hormone all the way down to your feet. And so we want to continually just help support people, you know, going through the process of recognizing that what part of the watch tells time. And the answer is what? All of it. All of it. All of it tells time. I and mean, you can't take out one piece and expect it to continue working. And the, and the liver is, uh, I'm sorry, the thyroid is no different. It, the, the thyroid just needs to make sure that it's fed well, nourished well, and that we're looking at ways. And I would say, we'll talk about this a little bit next week on how we can detoxify the thyroid more thoroughly and get the thyroid to be deburdened. So, you know, it's, I would say that the thyroid, like the liver, is involved in every metabolic function of cellular activity. And you've got trillions and trillions of cells through your body. And it is important that we continually work on getting those cells in their top notch, uh, you know, uh, abilities to do what they're supposed to do 
for us so that we can live better, be better, and stay better. Dr. Chapa, I love you. Hey, I'm doing these shows at home, and my daughter just came in and just said she has to go to the restroom. And so I'm going to let you close this show out, and there's a restroom right outside this door, and I'll be right back. All right, cool. Hey, so guys, I'm so glad that you guys are tuning in every week. And, you know, as technology is allowing, we are uh, you know, rolling with the punches as we need to, to make sure that we continue to bring you great content every week. We'd love to get insight from you, what you like about the show, what questions you have. Info at justlivewell.com is a great place to start. You can call our office 281-554-8600. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want help, we'd love to be there for you. You can visit our website, justlivewell.com. And I wanted to you know, just quickly uh, say that you know, as we are coming up uh, uh, on the 15th of the month, on the 15th of every month for, for, since February, uh, we have been doing a, uh, a fast. And, and so we are going to be, uh, it's a pray and fast day. The Bible says that, you know, some of the disciples came to Jesus and they were unable to handle this particular situation. And uh, the Lord Jesus Christ told these, his disciples, that great work. Um, but just some of these things that you face in life can only be handled by praying and fasting. And, and so, you know, uh, I, I, I really, if God put it on my heart to kind of just have this, this, um, platform on the 15th of every month, no matter if it's a birthday, an anniversary, no matter if it's just a, a day that you're, you're tired, sick, run down, if you've got a competition, no matter what the 15th, is your day to contribute um, and I think collectively to pray and to fast. And it doesn't mean we get to take off work. We're going to just work through it. We're going to work through the pain. We're going to remember that what the Bible says, that we don't live on bread alone um, and, and that we can live by and through the Holy Spirit's guidance and directive. And so we're going to be doing a, um, a promotion on fasting and praying on the 15th. Um, so even if we're not on the show, I'll be making some posts and things like that. But ultimately, we want you praying for your, uh, you know, praying for your own relationship with the Lord to go deeper. We want you to pray for your family, your husband, your wife, your kids, a relationship to get deeper and better. We want you to intercede and pray for uh, your, you know, local and and state representatives and um, and your, you know, nation representatives and pray for unity share goals build unity this idea that we can you know keep fighting amongst ourselves and solve any problems um, going forward is definitely not a reasonable answer i mean it's not going to work it never has worked and we've got to be mindful of the spirit of fear that is upon uh, our cities across the nation and what we hear through the TV and the, and the social media box, we've got to be careful that we're not buying into all the propaganda. And remember, where is our help coming from? Who is our Lord and our King who owns cattle on a thousand hills that's, that, that formed and shaped the world in its infancy and created the heavens and the earth and the birds of the air and the fish of the sea and breathed life into man who knows your every step and knit you together in your mother's womb I mean, the, the, the Lord knows where you're at and what you're going through. And it's time that we, as uh, you know, leaders in our homes, spiritual uh, influencers in our cities, to come together. Uh, and I think that it would just be a really cool, fun 
uh, experience. I think you will be blown away by what you experience. You might, I've even through this experience uh, for the last several months, I've had a couple of these 15ths that were very difficult um, spiritually. And I never really put much emphasis on how powerful the work is we're doing uh, in the spirit realm. And so I, I, you will grow in it. So if it's a new thought to you, I want to encourage you to dig deep, ask, you know, uh, a spiritual friend, a mentor, somebody that knows um, the Bible that can teach you what the Bible talks about when it comes to uh, fasting and praying. If find a pastor that, you know, is, it, it, it loves the Lord, is filled with the Holy Spirit and then knows how to like work you through, can help work you through a fasting experience for yourself. And let's pray for our people, our country, our friends, our family, our loved ones, and let's stand together on this day, uh, the 15th. And so just in case, um, you know, I, we have a show, I think we have one more show before the 15th, but I want just to make note that I just want you guys to share this information with your friends, family, and loved ones, because people need help. They need guidance on where to take their, their health whenever it seems to be broken. They need insight to where, how to get healthy and stay healthy spiritually and physically and mentally and emotionally. And we can do it together than, better than we can apart. So at Living World Clinical Nutrition Center, we care about you. We love you guys. And we look forward to seeing you guys every week at this time on KHE Radio. God bless you and see you next week. Rivi, you want to say something? Mm -hmm. Say, just say bye. Say, just say bye. Say, just say bye. <laughs>